The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Coming down the aisle, it's time to fire. Who the hell are you to tell the chop anything? Yeah! He is broken! And that's the final five. I've got the stop of profile like never before. Woo! Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here. Welcome to Kind of Fun. Katie Dirks can't be here this weekend, so I have, because Katie is so amazing, it took two men to replace her, Royce Isaacs and Tyler Bateman. Thank you so much for being on the show, guys, and thanks for saying yes, because no one else responds to my text. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. Uh, very responsive. We don't have a lot of friends. Yeah. Thank you, Royce. Basically each other. That's a Yeah, a small handful outside of that, but like. Very small. Very hands. small handful. Perfect. Very like a baller seeping hand. out as they go. Yeah, well, more and more. You all are very humble, of course. Uh, for those that don't know uh, Royce, for those that don't know Tyler, they're wonderful professional wrestlers. They're always in the ring together. Right now, Tyler is flexing. I'm yeah. not sure. If, and Royce is now flexing as well. Not sure it's if they fully realize more. this is an audio medium, <laughs> but nonetheless. We are here to talk about what's going on with wrestling this week. The biggest story, or my favorite story, I don't know if it's the biggest story, but it's my favorite story, is this dude, Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Now, Eddie Kingston, he had a match against Cody Rhodes, what was it, last week on uh, AEW Dynamite, and the match was badass. Kingston... Uh, I'm not sure if it was kayfabe. Katie says it was kayfabe. I still have no freaking clue just because that's how good he is in the ring. He had a knee problem. The match itself was one of those extremely difficult matches to pull off in the sense that Kingston comes out. He's a total heel. He is going in. He's like CM Punk on steroids, uh, not literally, uh, judging by his body, but verbally. Uh, Eddie Kingston goes in on on Cody, and it was one of those moments where you're like, is he seriously going to get fired? And by the time that that match ended, Eddie Kingston uh, collapses near the curtain, and you just had so much respect for him. Can you guys talk about how difficult a match like that is to pull off? You have someone who for an audience member such as myself, doesn't know Eddie Kingston, coming out, just shredding Cody, just shredding Cody. I can say Rhodes because we are not on television <laughs> and no one should own your last name. Vince, give it up. Can you can you talk about how difficult that is to pull off a move from being like, who the hell is this dude? Shit, this guy's kind of a badass. And then when it concludes, you're like, I really like that guy. And despite the fact he lost, I want to see him again. Uh, I'd like to... Uh, like. <laughs> I would like to take the floor and just like start out by saying like it it's so cool that that happened for Eddie. Yeah. Eddie was the right guy for the spot. I feel that they did everything right. They no music. He just comes out like Dude. you said on on the mic, on fire. And you're like, "Oh." And I've heard so many people and read so many places of people put like, "Oh, people who hadn't uh, seen him or heard him before." Yeah. And they're like, "He he seemed that all sounded real." It's like, "Yeah." It's because Eddie's real. That's yeah, yeah. Eddie Kingston's the, the truth. I couldn't be happier for him. Uh, I can't imagine trying to put together that type of match. Yeah, like, for just the, the situation. I mean, talk about like just opportunity meets talent meets like just the perfect storm of everything. Like Eddie deserves it more than than anyone really. How so long has Eddie been wrestling for? Because he's one of those uh, dudes. He reminds funny. me in the comedy world there was a fella named Bernie Mac who was amazing. R.I.P. Love Bernie Mac forever. 
But when he had his show, the Bernie Mac show, everyone's like overnight sensation. And everyone in comedy is like, he's been doing it for 20 he's years. Been grinding, he's been yeah. headlining. He's been doing freaking stadium shows overnight sensation. But now Eddie is kind of getting that same treatment in the sense where everyone's like, where the hell did this guy come from? But you all have known him. You've known about him for years. Yeah. I mean, Eddie, I don't want to like call him like even like a best kept secret because he's not a secret. It's, it's more like like Eddie to me is a wrestler's wrestler. Like. Every wrestler respects Eddie Kingston. Um, Eddie and Kingston's known about, professional wrestling. Yeah, and if, if you've you know if you go back to old school Ring of Honor and Chikara where Eddie was there, and you see his runs, it's like you can't help but be like, wow, yeah, like this this guy has something. And I I remember I personally I did, I met Eddie. I had a, a tryout with WWE in 2016, and his his promo for like we have to obviously cut a promo at some point, right? And it was just like. Not only was I just like, oh my goodness, this promo is insanely good. I had other people that worked there at after the fact that were not at the trial go, oh yeah, I like went out of my way to watch that Eddie Kingston promo and like it right. was sick. And it's like, okay, yeah, like that's a really really good tryout promo. If people behind uh, you know the scenes are talking to each other and putting it over and like, hey, you got to check this out and whatever. I think if you look at uh, Eddie's work that he's done recently, like it would be really hard to find two other people that are even you know in all of wrestling that are better than him on the mic like he yeah. is if if you for some reason uh like don't have him as your number one he better be in your top three because it's just like he that, that's how you make someone go go from i've never met this person to this guy is the realest dude in the game and i'm so happy he's signed in a matter of yep. 20 minutes is you have that yeah that it factor that but Eddie now Kingston obviously has. wwe didn't sign him right so yep. how important is like two w because when aew um, introduced him as sort of the the guest opponent of Cody, which I love that mm. Cody is doing that. I feel like he's giving um, he's he's promoting a lot of people who've been working their asses uh, off for a long time in this business. And of course, Eddie Kingston, the story that they kept on talking about, which I thought was extremely sad, was he selling his wrestling boots so he could pay a rent. I mean, obviously, as you guys know, uh, the wrestling industry is pretty much shut down at this point, unless you're in Orlando with one of the main companies. We are very aware. Yeah. <laughs> could, could not be more aware. I especially could not be more aware. Wrestling, if you're out there, I miss you. Yeah. Come back home, baby. Yeah, yeah, so, get in I'm here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what I did. So when it comes to Eddie, he cuts this amazing promo, but in, in WWE, in that universe, that just how far does that go? Obviously, he didn't get signed. Um, how much does that matter to be great at promo if you look like Eddie Kingston? Not to diss him physically, but obviously Vince likes Vince likes a different archetype, almost like the Brian Cage. Mm. Sure, look. I, I but I I think it's easy to to just look at it, uh, you know, black and white like that. I think anytime that you have like a tryout situation, there's always other circumstances of, you know. Maybe what are what is WWE looking for at the time? Like if they're not looking to fill necessarily, like maybe they brought in Eddie because you know they know he's a vet and they know he's really good and he's going to be a good example. But they maybe they didn't give him a, you know a serious shake because to me he his I'll tell you his his match that he had that there was great too. So like killer promo killer match, you know. I don't see why you wouldn't. So there's always situations. Maybe it's like they just signed someone that is a similar kind of wrestler or similar kind of promo, or maybe they're they already have that guy. Yeah, that or whatever the quote unquote that, they that or think who. they already have that. Slot. So it's, there's always more to right. the story than necessarily just like you could have a killer tryout and not get signed. And I've seen people not have great tryouts and get and get a job anyway. Well, that's a really good point about um, not having a spot. Like, I know NBA players, football players, you know, sometimes your position just, it's filled. Like, you yep. can be an incredible, uh, formerly known as a power forward, formerly known as a fullback, and then all of a sudden they're like, your position doesn't exist. So sure. it doesn't matter how amazing you are. And if you're someone like Kingston, I'm guessing maybe somebody like an Enzo Amore at that point, maybe maybe he was just the one who was playing to the mic and they was like, okay, he doesn't do a lot of in-ring action, but they just relied on him for something like that. Maybe he, maybe that was the person who filled that spot. Oh, that thought just hurt. That was, <laughs> I know, that, I can see that in your that, face. That thought was physically painful. <laughs> uh, I, but I, I could see... As broad as some connections are made in professional wrestling, I could see that. Like, oh, we already have the loudmouth New York guy. Exactly. Sure. Like, I could terrible decision, but like, oh, I absolutely. Could, I, I I could see that because some people look at just the 
the broadest yes. strokes. So sure, yeah. you know, you never know. You know, sometimes yeah. it's just like one dumb factor that you know we want someone that we only hire people that are over six foot and you're five eleven, or we only yep, right. want someone that's over two hundred pounds and you're under, or whatever it is. Like you never really know at the time it's just whatever they're feeling or what they're whatever they're not feeling so i don't know wasn't there a period in the like the mid 2000s where they didn't even want to see anyone if supposedly they didn't want to allegedly didn't want to see anyone unless they were like at least six three and or six four and like that no that was my online dating profile yeah of course (laughs) i love that i love i love royce isaac's american (laughs) gigolo he's always out there yeah well i would assume that they do have to do it like that right where they would break it down that specifically if that's what they're looking for i mean it's a brutal freaking it's i I can't think of a more brutal business than professional wrestling yeah it's well it's up there (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i used to describe it it was like where people like what do you do it's like i throw my head at the ground for a living, right? For people who uh, who don't know what this feels like, uh, and then try to their, make them for understand. For their entertainment, yes. <laughs> it's like I don't. This it's not it's not good for you. Like no part of it's good for you, but it's great too. The same. I mean, like, it's great uh, for me to watch your head smash the concrete. <laughs> I personally love you. it, and I think you guys should do it more. Yeah. I think it should be harder. I think everything should be higher. I was one of those kids. Obviously, I'm just saying that in jest. Now I'm 39 years. And holding, um, I used to, as a kid, watch all those Japanese death matches and just mm. be like, you should leave him in the piranha take longer. And now I'm just thinking, why are you doing that at all? That's completely and utterly insane. But when it comes to AEW versus NXT, obviously, they're going to head to head on, on uh, Wednesdays now. NXT just said they were going to hire a shitload of more writers. They're going to get a bunch of more staff, bunch more bureaucracy. We'll see if that helps. But I feel like AEW is doing a good job of just straight up wrestling storytelling. Do you feel like the one positive thing when it comes to this quarantine, when it comes to this pandemic, is that pure wrestling is making a comeback in some sense? Obviously, we also have the most cinematic version of wrestling ever, and I'm I'm here for it. I think that Bray Wyatt's a fucking genius, um, and I thought that I thought that graveyard match was dope. I love all oh, of yeah. that stuff. Mm. But we also are seeing a rise in just good old style wrestling do you guys feel that's true i think that there are several aspects of uh of AEW that remind me of like the late 80s early 90s that prime run like within the crockett territory where they would tell long-term stories and plant something then pay it off later or you just they i feel that they've also done a good job for the most part about like not not rushing everything like some of the things they have held on to but uh, I feel that it has a, uh, like, in its fibers, it definitely has more of an old school feel to it. And I think that's arguably I've better. definitely gone down the early 90s road of WCW lately, and it <laughs> is really extremely fun. Yeah. Oh, boy. That style of wrestling, I was, you know, I was a WWE guy my whole life. Sure. Um, so I never really watched WCW when I was growing up. And going back, I think it is because it's slightly for older men. It's like, you know, Larry Zabisco and Arn Anderson, you Love know. Arn Anderson. <laughs> but, like, but it, hey, at the same time, you can watch the Steiner brothers have a match. Absolutely. If, if you didn't, if no one told you that it was 1992 and you were like, this match happened last week, you'd be like, this is a sick tag match. Yes. The Steiner brothers are my favorite tag team of all time. And also really quickly, I just want to say it was Scott Steiner's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Scott Steiner. Happy birthday, Scott. <laughs> what happened to What happened to Rick? Uh, Rick's chilling. I think they own like a Shoney's together, and like they're oh chi- they're Steiner brother Shoney's. Yeah, can you imagine? Dude, I, I gotta think check Rick's, that uh, out. Imagine the first person to try a dine and dash. There. Oh my! <laughs> oh no! <God. laughs> no. Yeah. Welcome it only to a spine once. buster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a Steiner line. They yeah. go out the double doors, and then you just see him fly back in. Then yeah. Rick comes, in. and then they're gonna do the little bulldog yeah. talk to you afterwards. Yeah. And the Steiner brothers represent such a great era in pro wrestling when it comes to tag teams. Are we getting back there, too? It seems like the tag teams are getting more of a push now than they used to. I know when AEW, when they got got the hangman Adam Page uh, with with Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega trying to, I guess, support the other other stars. I mean, I think it's kind of strange that they put him in a tag team. But I guess the tag team divisions across the board seem to be doing much better than they used to, at least in the past 10 years. Yeah, I mean... I, I love good tag team wrestling. I'm a huge fan. Like, when it's pulled off 
really well. I I'm such a big fan of tag team wrestling, and I wish I wish that tag team wrestling got more time storyline wise and more thought storyline wise because I think it can be just as rewarding. Yeah. Uh, when you you just have to put in that much more effort because there's more moving pieces. Um, but I think a lot of people uh, people meaning creatives just don't put in that time so so tag storylines tend to be very very basic and yes. just like ah we want to fight now and whatever but that's fine because tag team wrestling is so fun and exciting that you you don't even really notice uh in addition to i, I know we just highlighted some of the, the AEW teams i mean gosh impact has a pretty crazy tag division if you look at they just brought in uh the good brothers yep uh just brought back motor city machine guns they already had the rascals the north i'm sure i'm forgetting reno team. scum Oh my goodness! Yeah, Reno. See, yeah, I was gonna, I was friends. like, I'm gonna definitely yeah, good, offend good our friends that are also. Mm-hmm. I mean, Reno Scum is one of the best tag teams. They're they're great. Were you surprised that Machine Gun Carl Anderson and uh, and Luke Gallows didn't go to AEW? I thought for sure they were gonna go to AEW when they signed with Impact. I was like, damn, Impact must have some money because those are two big ass names. Yeah, I I mean that's. Obviously, they got the. I think for them, it seemed like they wanted a deal where they had the the freedom to still do whatever they wanted, and mm. like it, they seem to both be really happy with their situation. And I, I think it, now they're. I saw the latest seems to be they want to try to bridge the gap between New Japan and uh, uh, Impact again, which would be you know potentially really cool. So it would be awesome. You know what I mean? Like that's that's great. Do you think that's going to happen? Do you think like ROH, Ring of Honor, Impact? Do you think there's going to be like a coalescing around getting those under one? umbrella to sort of make it a triangle of power when it comes to AEW and WWE because the well, the one thing with Impact and Ring of Honor um it is there is so much wrestling going on right now I'm wondering if the audience is almost like there's so much I don't know where to look to find it in this sort of strange irony like there's so much going on you just don't I, I could see that I mean you can easily get inundated with the or amount least, of uh, wrestling out there, follow the storylines and things like that. It can be way harder because some. It's like uh, trying to keep up with uh, several series at once. It's sort exactly. of the same thing. You almost, and then you almost feel if you get behind, it's like oh, I have to go back and see that to make sure this get makes sense. And then you miss a week, and then you accidentally watch the other show, or you watch. Well, I missed one. I missed one freaking Avengers movie, uh-huh. and now I'm lost. Yeah. I can't. I can't watch an uh, End Game. I didn't watch all the Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I watched. Did you see that sign where it's like, "This is how you watch all of the Avengers film"? Yeah. And I was just. I want to blow my freaking brains out because I've missed key points in, in, in all of these series. How am I supposed to catch up? How am I supposed to know? I just jumped in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same. This is what you gotta yeah, do. Sort of. Yeah. When it comes to tag teams, I'm a big fan of heavy machinery. <laughs> Otis and Tucker, working yeah. man Otis and working man Tuck. Do you think that they are going to come back together? Because I want Tucker, I want Tucker to continue to shine in the WWE. And Otis, obviously, I love the storyline that he has right now with Mandy Rhodes, where all the fat kid who never got the girl, and then Otis got the girl, and then he's super cute and she's super hot. It's like amazing. Yeah. Do you think that they're ever going to come back as a tag team? Because Tucker, what he did in that Elimination Chamber match, when they actually kind of let him work, that dude was like flying. He's six foot seven, six foot eight. Dude's a hoss. And he was doing some top, wasn't even top rope. He was doing top chamber shit. Do you think they're going to come back? Uh, As a team, I think they might be reticent because they've already started to. If they've already separated them off, they could. But what do you, you can do? Always if go you're back. Tag, you get just the emotional aspect of this. You're in a tag team, and obviously, I'm sure Otis and Tucker are still friends. I know that they are. But obviously, it sucks if you're Tuck, right? Mm. Like that's got to be hard as shit. Obviously, you swallow your pride and you're happy for your friend, and it's all love. But that's he's kind of getting Marty Jannettyed. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna they're gonna put him with Al Snow. It's gonna be the new Rockers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what do you do in that situation? in tag team wrestling when you have something so good going and then all of a sudden Vince just out of or whatever the powers that be just pulled a rug out from underneath you and next thing you know your former partner is you know off and, and, and going out in the world and you're sort of you're kind of not left behind um, but right now you're you don't really have a storyline with a lot of traction I mean certainly it's always tough uh, is Tucker coming off an injury there, there was Tucker no was he was injured um, but then I I don't know. He just doesn't seem to be he does not seem to be making a return anytime soon. Sure. I, I mean, and who, who knows uh, what could be going on? You know, uh, 
there and w- like maybe there's like a big return already planned and everything. Uh, I'm not privy to any of that kind of information whatsoever. Uh, what I would say is like I he like Tucker definitely has something there. He's yes, really he talented, and so I think you know. This is probably for him like one of the, like the biggest test of his career so far is just going to be see like if he can come back really strong from this and, yeah. and, and, and like I don't know it's tough I feel like uh, I don't know I've never been signed to the WWE but I feel like it's almost like he's he's got a re-interview for for his job that you know you know what I mean like you got to knock it out of the park again But do you think that leads like how does that work just being being pro wrestlers would you how would you feel if you were that part of the uh, of the tag team, you know, because obviously you can't hate Otis. You, you, that's your boy, and you got to be proud of him. You got to be happy for him. But that to me has been the saddest storyline, I guess, so far this year that hasn't really even been expressed in a storyline. Sure. Maybe Tuck does come back and ends up in a feud with Otis. I could see those two big beefy boys going at it. I would love that. So shit. I was gonna say I would watch yeah, that in a heartbeat too. I, I was gonna come. Yeah, the obvious thing to with any tag team that breaks up. Or, or that even if they just splinter off in any way, the obvious thing is eventually to come around to some kind of a feud. Right. Because then you could, you already know and trust each other and, and can work together well. And Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. So this is a slightly different situation, but uh, in my career, it was very tough for me. Originally, when I signed with the NWA, I was already tag teaming on the indies with a guy named Jarrell mm. uh, as the one percent, and we had, I thought, a really a really good thing going. Yeah, and we actually had both talked to the NWA. We'd had calls, like talks, like it was one of those things. Like we thought, okay, cool, here we go, and then like the, the offer came through, and it was like one of those things where one of us got the offer, and that sucked. Like that, Dude, that tore my sucks. heart out. Yeah, and that broke his heart. You know what I mean? Like I know I, I remember having a conversation with him. Like, dude, I don't even know what I want to do. Like, this is, this is awful. Like, I don't. Like, I didn't think this should be one of the biggest moments of my life that I'm right. like, super pumped for. And all I can think of is like my best friends, like, you know, getting left behind here. And like, dude, that, that was that was really brutal, rough. man. That was really really tough. But like, also, that's like Jarrell is like such an a one human being for like he there was never a part of him that wasn't supportive of me right you know what i mean like yeah. he was my dude through all that and he's still my dude like we talk every day we hang every day and we're gonna be we're gonna be hitting it hard together uh very soon here whenever wrestling's a thing again it will happen it must happen i've been told it will it yeah. will occur again uh so you think that uh would that lead to like any locker room drama and stuff because i know uh, I was just I would just watched this documentary on Ronda Rousey. She was a female wrestler and she was an MMA fighter who used to kick a lot of people's ass. I think Amanda Nunes is the single toughest motherfucker on the face of the planet, both male or female. I don't know if anyone could beat her. But Ronda was saying when she came into the WWE that she had a lot of heat in the locker room because everyone's like, "What the hell are you doing here? Why are you here? Uh, you don't belong here. Um, you're just going to get promoted. You have a huge paycheck coming in, and you haven't put in any other work." How significant is that when it comes to all of these new signs? Uh, in AEW, in NXT, in WWE proper, they're always trying to find like that next big thing that's going to make a splash. Um, do you feel like that is one of those things that can really tear apart a locker room? And do you think that AEW is doing a good job of trying to avoid that by getting people like Eddie Kingston as opposed to you know maybe someone who is just a little bit flashier and a little bit newer? I think it's very situational because if 
like for example, uh, like AEW just uh, even though uh, it obviously wasn't a wrestler, they just used uh, Mike Tyson recently. Yes. Mm. So like, who fell asleep? By the way, <laughs> no one talks about how he fell asleep. They they showed him sleep, and I love Tyson. Tyson's about to fight Roy Jones Jr. Both fifty three years old. I think Roy Jones needs the money, and I think he's gonna die. I really do. No. I think he's going to get killed. Have you seen Mike Tyson? Yeah. When he's not oh. sleeping at AEW events, he is training. The, <sighs> the video that came out was a, a few months ago that was going around where he was hitting the hitting pads. Dude, it was and insane. He, like, he's over 50. And once again, it was, it was terror. I'm watching a man <laughs> in his 50s. His hands move like he was still like, like he was coming out for his first fight. It was... I'm horrified well, for Jones. Yeah, I'll, like, I I'll don't. Let, I'll okay. Do not want. All I'm gonna say is y'all must have forgot because that's Roy Jones. Roy Jones' old rap song that he had. Y'all must have forgot. <laughs> We're talking about the guy that when he was in his prime, Floyd Mayweather was around, and he was the one that was getting the number one pound for pound. Roy Jones. There was a time in his career where he went all the way up. He was the first person to go all the way from middleweight winning championships all the way to heavyweight and actually win a championship there. Roy Jones is if he would have retired after he won the heavyweight championship being the only person that had ever gone all the way from middleweight to heavyweight he probably would be remembered as the best boxer of all time but he stuck around he got knocked out a few times but here's the thing Mike Tyson didn't look good the last few times that he actually boxed in in a competitive no. form he was hungry sure uh, i looked like he was eating um, <laughs> that said he would have killed me on any of those oh videos. my god so, yeah, yeah, I mean, no, disc disclaimer me. before so uh, that's my, why those videos before, scare me yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but uh the, here's the thing is like yeah he's hitting the the bags and it's really scary and like i don't know what could happen but i think roy jones was still fighting at a very competitive level like even a few years ago like he didn't look like the same roy jones of old but like he looked certainly roy jones five years ago looked a lot more like just Roy Jones and Mike Tyson looked 15 years ago to like prime Mike Tyson. So it's like, to me, it's scary, especially if Mike gets his hands on him, but I, I got, I just got to be devil's advocate. I got to right. go for Roy. Have, have I could see have Mike you Tyson. considered the possibility though, that uh, Roy Jones Jr. has not fallen asleep ringside at AEW. Have you and considered that, that? And how that's going to come into uh, come into play. I want Roy Jones to show up at Impact now. That's what I want. That's all I know. Oh, dude, uh, that would be incredible. That'd be sick. What, what would be the biggest sports star ever that you could work with if you could work with one? Living or dead? But they have to be dead. You have to actually dig them up, and it has to be their skeletons or their, uh, their dripping corpse, depending on when. If they they're die. alive, do we kill them? And then, and we, then no, they can't stay. You can them keep them alive. Then, you can okay. keep them alive. Yes, of course. Do we have the option of killing Could I kill them? them if, I want to. With the if you want to kill your legend, if you want to kill your idol, that's an athlete that you love to watch, and you and you then you could if you're a sociopath. Oh well. So I gotta so, change it, my answer. So you need to stall for time. It, and so it is on the table. Is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Everything is on the okay. table, including um, on the table. Hmm, that's a good question. Any any athlete from any time. Well, let's just stay a living athlete okay. under okay, the age yeah. of seventy. All right. Damn. Um, that's a good question. Like for just in terms of like. Oh my goodness, what's going on? You got to wrestle him like Dennis Rodman and Karl Malone. Oh, I got to wrestle him now. Damn. Now you got to wrestle him. Tag team, Rodzilla. Mm -hmm. For me, it would be Dennis Rodman. I just want to hang out with Dennis Rodman. And, and <laughs> Dennis Rodman is cool, man. Dennis Rodman is my favorite. I was a Dennis Rodman fan growing up. I was too. Yeah. Of dude. course, he was the only bull that I liked. I can't deal. I can't deal with the, I can't deal with those Chicago Bulls. They uh. break my New York Knicks heart. Oh man, I'm gonna say uh, Dan Marino. You know, I just Dan give Marino, him a, like a high neck backdrop suplex. You he know, he doesn't have any knees. Right? Yeah, he's gonna. I do all my deadlift moves. He doesn't need knees. I'm gonna pick him right, right off the floor. It'll be Dan great. Dan Marino. Yeah. Wow, I did he not never, see never that won coming. A championship. It won't be tonight, buddy. Wow. <laughs> you just want to beat up Dan Marino? You come out with those big yeah. old pads. <laughs> he can, he can have the pads. Pants. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he can do that. I, I'll say this: uh, Dan Marino killed it in uh, what was the Sandler movie? Uh, Mr. Deeds. He was in, I think. Well, he was in Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Yeah, Dan Marino's cool. Yeah, but I want to beat him up. All right, fine. Dan Marino, Royce Isaacs versus Dan Marino, the geriatric versus Dan Marino. <laughs> Wait, I'm the geriatric in yes. this case. You have to come out <laughs> as an old person. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's your character. The, yeah. the yeah, geriatric. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> role. I'll uh, hit you in the knee with a pipe right before you go off. So you we'll do the whole Tanya Harding. Thing. Thing. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be perfect. Full Harding. 
Full Harding. You got to go full Harding. Has that ever happened in pro wrestling? Uh, Has anyone ever injured someone else on purpose so they wouldn't have to wrestle them? Oh, boy. There's all kinds of craziness yeah. with that. Uh, I think Jerry Lawler, when they were working in Memphis, broke Paul Heyman's jaw just because he annoyed him. Well, it and makes li- sense. And like as Paul, w- one of them was about to be leaving whatever territory they were both in. And I guess he. So this isn't uh, an injuring story, but it's kind of fun. Uh, Pat Tanaka. Hey. <laughs> uh, Pat Tanaka told me a story about how uh, in AWA when he would work with someone that like maybe they were really uh, stiff with with him or they thought that they knew everything and they yeah. just were being difficult in the back. He'd agree to whatever. And then he would go out there and shoot like a wrestling takedown, like a single leg, but intentionally not finish it and just hold the guy basically on top of him and basically make the guy like it always looked like the other guy was in control, but he just couldn't do anything. And it was really boring. Just kind of, you know, so he just ruined the guy. Yeah, just, ru- just ruined the, oh, Okay, cool. You don't want to be good to, to work <laughs> with. I'm not going to beat you up. I'm just going to make your match be really crappy. And everyone's going to know. That I'm Pat Tanaka, and I could make you look good if I wanted to. So Apparently, like, Undertaker did that to Stone Cold Steve Austin at one point as well. I don't know why. I guess Mark wasn't very happy with Mr. Austin, and he just kind of held him in the middle of the ring. He didn't hurt him. Stone Cold just said he was getting stretched the whole time, <laughs> and uh, and that was it. So I guess that's one way to do it, but doesn't it also make you look bad? I mean, Depends. arguably, but sometimes I think people are willing to bite that bullet and be sure. like, it's like the super, it's like bite the soap rookie, that sort of thing. It's like, sure. good, now you look like the asshole. Like, I'm willing to look like the asshole if right. I dislike you that much, sure. I guess is the mindset going into that. Yeah. Or like, Pat's always going to have a job. You know, he's yeah. so talented and skilled, yeah, yeah. he's going to have a job. Paul Heyman and Jerry Lawler, two, maybe the two most aggravating people <laughs> ever in wrestling. Perhaps. I mean, I love both of them with all my heart. Mm-hmm. But Paul Heyman has been around for so freaking long. Yes. I was watching Halloween Havoc 1991. Yeah. Good. Eric Bischoff is dressed like a vampire, uh-huh. which is, I don't think that he knew it was Halloween. I think he was just dressed yeah, like he that. He just showed he up. He took off his Bischoff costume. Yeah. He <laughs> took off his self. Bischoff costume. Um, Paul Heyman comes out. Ravishing Rick Rude is there. Uh, that's who Paul Heyman is now managing. The uh, Ravishing Rick Rude is going against, uh, I believe it's Lex Luger. No, Lex Luger went against Ron Simmons. I forget who it was. But Paul Heyman... We forget that dude has been in the wrestling business for so freaking long. It is like, do you think, that, how incestuous when it comes to that top brass is the wrestling business? Because it seems to me like Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff, Vince, Vince Russo, uh, Pritchard, those dudes have been there for like 30 freaking years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it also, once you've done a job before, I get that. You're, it makes sense if you're gonna hire someone. You want someone that's like experienced and whatever. Like, you know, you've been around a long time. You have a lot of experience, and you can't really. There's there's not a lot of people you can. If you need a job filled and you need someone with ten years of experience, there aren't gonna be a ton of options. So yeah, I get a little. You know. I would also think people uh, get used to working with the like. That's how it stays insular, right? Like, sure. So so even if. Like Terry Taylor's been to yeah. what pretty much every promotion a Multiple handful times, of times, yeah. but he's always going to have a job because, or you'll, it's always easy for him to get a job because yeah. he's a good coach. And like, if you need a producer, he's done that. Like he's done all these behind the scenes things. So a lot of the jobs too are like we would heater jobs, you know, jobs where you're going to get people that don't like you. So if you can prove that you can handle that kind of situation, like, yeah. well, what, that's already a big step. Like a, just a real thankless position. Yeah, If you're willing to have everyone in the locker room hate you and still do yeah. your job well, then that means a lot. Well, what, what would a job entail that would that would require everyone in the locker room to hate you? Like, uh, what would that be? Would that just be like storytelling? Would that be scripting? Would that be setting up matches? Jim Ross, I want to say on his uh, like interviews and stuff, he's yeah. saying when he was in head of talent relations, like he'd have fo- he he was basically like coach and babysitter and like therapist because people would come to him well, with their problems JR- and if there was bad news coming down it was generally coming through Jim so right. instead of you're getting it from both ends yeah so it's like this bad things happening to you you're hearing it from this guy and he's the face you're seeing so even if you know it comes from above you're still probably going to be mad right. at you're, right. you're, if your talent relations or anything like that you're funneling all the stuff from upstairs downstairs and all the stuff downstairs upstairs and you're getting hit with rocks in between so yeah. it's like yeah. it's just tough and JR he was talent for WCW WWE um, well I mean Houston wrestling I'm AEW probably as well uh, I think he was uh, he was Watts's Cowboy Bill Watts's uh, assistant and Leroy McGurk's assistant when he broke in too. So he 
I don't know if he was like just handling talent, but he was doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff and helping book and whatnot. Yeah, that dude's been doing this shit for a long ass time, and he is doing an incredible job at AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. I love Jr. It's, I love Jr. He's and just, barbecue sauce is dope. Yeah. Dude, I haven't had the barbecue sauce yet. I'm thinking about trying it, but uh, you know, I don't know if about, I don't know about ordering barbecue sauce. He said, "I've heard his jerky is really good. If that's more, yeah, yeah I'm more of a jerky guy myself. I love yeah. me a good barbecue sauce. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that for the next thirty minutes. <laughs> what do you guys think about AEW going to three hours? Because they've been talking about doing this." And I feel like that might be a whole mess of beans. That could be a disaster if they do three hours. I feel like that's one of the issues that Monday Night Raw has. Three hours is so much time to fill. There's so much, because there is so much time to fill, there is a lot of filler in the show. Do you think AEW should go down that road or just stick to the very solid two hours they have now? I would try to keep that tight, too, if if you at all could. I wonder, are they supposed to get a new hour on Dynamite or another hour on a They're separate day? They're supposed to do three hours of Dynamite. Oh, no. That seems seems uh, like a real bad idea. I'm feeling like being devil's advocate again. Uh-oh. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to guess that like that third hour is like them getting paid for that like pretty well right they're not it's not this isn't them just buying an i think that aew is like one of the few things that tnt has they have the show called the alienist which we Mm. promote on this network and uh, aew which is really one of their massive money makers so i think tony khan like he can definitely get it if if so then like i would imagine because always for wb they would go to a third hour because they'd be offered a really good deal that they couldn't refuse it's Mm. like you always get more money for that. So I'm assuming if that's the case, then great. The other really good thing for them would be that they get to showcase more. I've, you know, now they've, they had their first wave of signings and then now they've had almost like another wave of signings, even through, uh, you know, COVID and everything. They've, they've been yeah. bringing people in regularly. Like at some point you can only feature so many people and some of the people that were featured before True. maybe are featured a little less. Like, of course, like I personally, I would love to see it be an hour separately on a different day. Cause it's easier for me to digest, but like, If it's not Royce Isaacs, if it's not Tyler Bateman, who do you want to see AEW or even NXT call up? Do you know, is there anyone out there right now that the audience should be looking for and just be like, when you see this dude's name or this chick's name, like it was, this is a person who, you know, has been on the precipice of breaking for a long time. Tombstone Jesus. Tombstone Jesus. Ben. Are you unaware of the uh, teachings of Tombstone Jesus? Who the hell is Tombstone Jesus? He's Tombstone Jesus. Yeah. Uh, wow. He's uh, great. He, he's a Utah guy. Uh, he's he's Tombstone Jesus. I got to look at a picture yeah, yeah, of Tombstone, look at Tombstone Jesus. Jesus. You definitely need to see a picture of Tombstone Jesus. I, sh- I showed Bateman Tombstone Jesus a little while ago. I think your first words to me were, did I just find my favorite wrestler? Yeah, so this might be my new favorite wrestler. <laughs> yeah, he like seriously, you'll be like, okay, I get it. Like he's yeah, he just looks fucking. All badass. right, team Tombstone Jesus, as you can imagine, he's wearing a cowboy hat. He's got uh, oh, he's definitely jacked. He, he makes might, his own music and stuff. No kidding. Sings about Sasquatches a lot. So, well, isn't he's it about a smart him guy. Sasquatch. Yeah. Do you think now this guy is a little bit older though, isn't he? Yeah, but I mean, Boogeyman, he got signed a little later, and what's age anymore? It's just a number, Yeah, you know? I mean, it's a significant number when it comes to how many injuries you've There's had and things science, like that. There's sports science, you know? He, he Tombstone Jesus, I love this guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he looks like someone who would go wrestle a gator and then have sex with it. This I'm, is this is wonderful. That, I think that's his Neither finish, confirm or deny. <laughs> this is wonderful. How do you guys know this guy? I was introduced uh, to the teachings of Tombstone Jesus uh, by my man Roy over here. He sounds like a cult leader. It's just one of the, yeah, just, you kind of, I think you just kind of hear, but I'm trying to think of the first person that showed me Tombstone Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Might have been my trainer, Lonnie Valdez. Um, uh, may, yeah, I'm going to go with Lonnie Valdez, my trainer, but it's just like one of those things you just, I don't know. He, Tombstone Jesus has been wrestling for, I don't even know how long, a long, long time. Yeah. But Utah, you know, it's not like a big uh, market. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. I didn't realize that they still broke down the territories quite like that. It's just like if you're, you know, um, it's harder to get anywhere. Like when I was in, when I was living in Denver, 
I would have to go so much farther to get to any shows that were outside of Denver, or it would right. have to be a situation where they're, you know, they're flying me in or whatever. It was like, it was Denver isn't really near anything, so it's really really tough. That was part of why I moved yeah. to LA because just there's so much more that I could, you know, get to within driving distance, or at least. You know, hey man, you, you, does your promotion want to fly me up there for eighty dollars versus like I'm all the way across the country and it's going to be way too much even before you look at my rate or whatever? Oh, know? absolutely, man. Next thing you know, you're flying Spirit Airlines. The whole thing's a nightmare. You have to wear your <laughs> no, wrestling gear I, on I, the plane. I one time I was uh, I'm friendly with Paul London and I had wrestled him on a show in Denver. And the next time he was coming back, uh, I just saw a tweet like five hours before the show that just says to the next promoter that books me a flight, if you fly me spirit, I'm just not showing up. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's horrible. Just oh. thinking of Paul, just like bundled up there with his kick pads on. Oh, Man. poor guy. It's the worst. I thought I was going to take that plane down. I did it one time, <laughs> and I was like, there's no way this plane's getting Tired. off the ground. It can't. It's not finished yet. The planes aren't done. Yeah. It's really quite horrible. Yeah, you have to pay 40 extra dollars to finish the plane. Yeah. It's, it's, They're like, do you want... Uh, I no? can't. I can't even do it. That's the one thing I don't... I miss touring i mm. don't miss the travel component of the touring i love when the plane lands and you get to go out and see the cities but that middle process it's a colossal pain in the ace ah the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court the crack of the bat on a home run the slice of skates cutting across the ice but what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Where do you think, just lastly here, guys, thank you so much. Again, Royce Isaacs and Tyler Bateman. You can watch them wrestle all over your TV. Yeah, they're big old beefy boys. That's right. That's why we love them here. We are beefy. Um, yeah. Where do you, What do you think happens to wrestling when it comes back? Obviously, uh, Katie and I discussed this uh, in depth with the Joy Ryan situation, with bar wrestling. There's a certain there's certain things that just are not going to freaking open up again. What do you think happens here in 2021? Shit is going to open. It will. It's going to happen. This will pass. What do you think the wrestling industry looks like? When it comes to NWA, when it comes to Ring of Honor, when it comes to Impact, and then when it comes to those um, more indie shows that were really starting to take off, such as bar wrestling, which I don't, I think that's now basically going to be defunct. Sure. Um, what, what What do you think the world's going to look like when all this is said and done? I'm not sure. I feel that on one hand, it, it would be very easy for maybe places that either are forced because of the situation or other places who maybe didn't like the direction that they were going, it would be so easy to basically do like a hard reset. Yep. And you wouldn't even necessarily have to reset everything, but it gives it gives so everyone a chance to like look at your crew, see who's coming back. Yeah. It gives you like maybe you had this wild idea, but you like even as a promoter, it's like, oh, I, I wanted to go either in this direction or I wanted to do something else with the shows and then you never did because I can't just shift all of a sudden. Well, here's your chance, man. Yeah. It's like it, there's so much opportunity for everyone to come out of this. Well, I mean, I think one of the just swinging for the fences. One of the things that I would assume we're going to continue to see are these more cinematic matches. Uh, I mean, the Rey Mysterio, Seth Rollins, eye for an eye match. For some reason, I think this would have been um, a little bit too far for me. If they would have CGI'd the eye, I would have been a little bit like, no, that's not a, you can't do that. <laughs> Meanwhile, AJ Styles, I'm, I'm fine with him being buried alive. Um, just for some reason, my brain can calculate that as a possibility. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think that those, those those that style of wrestling continues to evolve? And I mean, how is that just because at some point you just feel like you're watching a 15 minute 
conclusion of an action film mm, as sure. opposed to something more like traditional wrestling which sure. again is why I think they're doing such a great job of traditional wrestling matches and then these kind of cinematic things do you think that that sticks around and sort of maybe grows even more and maybe it maybe there's promotions that just do that do you think that's even possible yeah oh yeah I think the second that it was pulled off and it was pulled off well um, and I think both of the even from the start, both of the cinematic uh, matches at Mania, I I loved them. Yeah. Um, immediately, I saw on my social media timelines just everyone who wants to do cinematic and this that like it's just like anything else. Like once you kind of break that barrier, that everyone's gonna now want to kind of follow that trend. I think to a degree, it may it'll go through just like anything else. It'll become really cool, and then it'll get kind of played out because everyone's doing it and they're not doing it that well. Right. And then. Either it'll stick around because, you know, people who are really, really good still do it very sparingly as like a little, you know, storytelling tool and, and whatever. And when there's something special with maybe two characters that really should be fighting on a, a different plane than just, you know, in a, a ring. top with right. swords yeah. in Scotland. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, that's our first match back uh, next month. No. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Hell yeah, that would be dope. That would actually be sick. I'm Yeah, might be talking myself into that. But um, I, I don't know. I think that. Overall, it's one of those things that it will fizzle to a little, a, a certain degree because you're going to just have a lot of like hacky people that are just like, oh, well, I can do a cinematic thing. And it's like, exactly. yeah, dude, but we don't want to see you on your iPhone hitting each other with Nerf swords. It's not cool. No, right, man, I, right. I seen it. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, the genie's out of the well out of the bottle. I agree. Uh, which I don't think is a bad thing. It's a different A lot of approach. people don't like it, though. You have the Jim Cornettes of the world. Now, I don't know what like Jim Cornette does yeah. love other than people having sex with his wife, which and is Sprite. fine. And Sprite. Yeah, and he, Sprite. he does love Sprite. Does he really? Yeah. No yeah. kidding. Yeah, yeah. He and Biggie Smalls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although I don't know if Biggie really loves Sprite. I think they probably are making a lot of money off of his yeah. image. But, you know, also the family that. needs that cash. Um, he doesn't like anything. But do you... I mean, but it is definitely something that wrestling purists are not necessarily thrilled about. Oh, what's a wrestling purist? I mean, I, I figure don't know. You, I figure you got to look at it as its own thing anyway. Yeah. I'm sure the first people who were like, hear me out. Instead of one guy and one guy, me and my buddy will res whoa, we'll wrestle whoa, you whoa, and your whoa, buddy. What? I call it a tag team match. Oh, How are they going to know who's in and who's out? Well, there'll be a length of rope attached to the post, and then we will touch palms. That's and not then we realistic. Switch. That doesn't. Who's going to believe that? Well, you wouldn't do that in a real fight, would you? Oh, well, you, well, you would could. Would you just tap your buddy and be like, hey, man, I'm getting my ass kicked. Come on in here. Help me out. <laughs> now I'm going to leave. <laughs> so, no, I'm What's just going to go. Yeah. So, like, I do want, I do, I'm always confused about the little rope, the little mm. tampon <laughs> string that hangs out from the, the tag rope. The tag rope. It's yeah. always, it's a very adorable little thing. <laughs> it is cute. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I was thinking of getting one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> just to hang out? <laughs> yep. No, yeah. I, I think rope. it's it's just weird. it's interesting. People will always just if they can find the new thing. to Do you think the about, indies are going to recover though? Because I feel uh, like we had a time where it was just like the indies were promoting so much yeah. and uh, they were pushing so many great wrestlers that weren't sure. being seen. And these are the people that were hanging on by a thread. This is your you know paycheck to paycheck um, industries. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think that they're going to be able to come back in that same way? Uh, you know, I'm, and there's got to be more than bar wrestling, I yeah. would assume. There's, I mean, yeah, the the indies are vast and 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 deep, and there's a ton. The tough thing right now is, so obviously the the really big companies uh, are still running because they're able to, they have enough overhead money, all this stuff, they can just keep exactly. doing doing their thing. Uh, every once in a while, you'll see like really small shows popping up because there is no, they don't have to pay anything. They they pay their talent very little. Like just like right. with most bubble popping, the middle class of wrestling got affected. Just like the middle class of yeah. you know the U.S. will get affected whenever like there's housing crisis and blah blah blah. Whatever. Anyways, so right now we're kind of in this period where we can't have like just like a really good indie show because it would cost too much and right. not without fans, you're not going to make enough. Slash, you're not going to like you're not selling pay per views or you don't have TV ads or all this other stuff. I think eventually as things open back up, that will change a little bit, but it takes time and it's going to be slow. Like, obviously, it's not going to be overnight. There's going to be an indie show in L.A. that's going to take Bar's place. I promise that, if not a yeah. few. Like, I already, not that I know anything, but I know some people and it'll, like, there will be something. I promise there will be things in place that will, will, will take that, that fill that void. I don't know what it'll be yet, but something because there's there's yeah. I just I know there's a lot. That yeah. said, it's gonna take some time, and people can't just immediately get, jump right back into 
how hot the indies were right because they were very very hot they were yep. so hot that's just not real it's just like the rest of the economy it's going to take a second to get started again and to yeah. you know and get back to business as usual and especially if the shows are run like in a safe manner like yes. e- even uh even the indie shows that are happening like on the east coast a lot of them are outside right and the ones that aren't outside that in a closed building you would initially look at it and you'd be like, oh, wow, the crowd's... Not, and then it takes a second for you to remember, yeah. like, they can't have a bunch of folks. And if they right. do, they... Well, it's a good it's a good cover for a shitty promotion to just <laughs> be like, we can't legally yeah. have an audience. Yeah, we, yeah. we were real safe. We had to really cut back on the number of tickets we were letting yeah. get out there. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah it's, absolutely. It's, it's for the crowd and the boys. You got to... Yeah. I'm protecting you. We're I know what you're doing. Yeah. I know. Yeah. you didn't. It's not that you didn't promote the show. It's no, not no, that no, you no, didn't no, no. cast it right. It, it's just... It's, yeah. you, it's you're not, just being safe. Yeah, it's not that no one wants to see any of the matches that I'm putting on. That's clearly not it. I'm not a bad booker or a bad promoter. It's this damn virus. Is there, yeah. What's the worst promoter you've ever worked with? You can say their name or you don't have to say their name. I mean, it just seems like Gosh, bad, so many options. bad yeah. promoters <laughs> in pro wrestling. Uh, it seems between... I feel like we need like an award show with different categories where we can be like, most scummy. Uh, what's the yeah. most scummy promoter of all time uh, that you've worked with? Uh, I didn't work with him, but I witnessed him. There was a promoter in... Uh, I believe Arkansas. Oh, he was uh, five foot eight. He had uh, the skin tone of the last hot dog on the roller. Like yeah, just roll the dog. Yeah, yeah, just like real creasy but shiny yeah. and very tan. And he would he wore like a beige suit, and he had the sweetest fucking mullet. Yeah. Like like real high and tied up front. With a little bit of hang, sort of like Betty Page bangs that would I go all the that. way back. Tumbling. Tumbling down his it shoulders like beautiful. a waterfall. Yeah. Silver. I mean, Sterling so far, I silver love this mullet. Guy. Uh, listen, I was only around him twice. And uh, on top of all that, that wonderful description. His name? Dildo Ken. <laughs> so, Dildo. What's his promotion name? I, I Dildo do Pro? Re- his maybe. name is Dildo? Yeah. His first name is Dildo. Oh, that's what everyone called him. He ran dildo a bunch of fucking... Because uh, he's a dildo. Oh, yeah. He, no, he uh, owned like several sex shops. Oh. But th- this was like uh, late like 90s, it. early 2000s sex shops. And I'm assuming he had owned them for a while. Yes, so, indeed. It, the whole place was probably very sticky. So what did Dildo Ken do? Why was he so bad? I, I, I don't know if he was bad. I mean, just... Just based else, off the, the name alone, you're just going to... You're yeah, throwing Dildo Ken under the, the bus? bus? Yeah, the Dildo Bus. Uh, wow. The, <laughs> you're never going to work for Dildo bus, Ken promotions again. That bus was paid for and built by Dildos. So I'm, of, well, it, yeah, it was. Dildos. Yeah, it also happens to be made of Dildos. Well, yeah. it's a safe bus. Probably the safest bus of all time. Yeah, yeah. it runs on Astroglide. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Don't, don't take it downhill. The brakes don't work. Oh, no. Real too lubricated. Definitely not. Um, I'm trying to remember. I can't even remember this promoter's name. Um, all I know is it was, it was a show in Oklahoma. Uh, was it in Lawton? Was it, yeah, jo- it was, was it Johnny Z? Was it IZW? Was it John Zorthos? No, it actually wasn't. Unless he oh, wow. went by a different name. But it was around Lawton area for sure, I want to say. Uh, I want to say, oh man, they like, okay. So first of all, like two of the turnbuckles didn't exist. They just had chains. Oh, great. Uh, it Good. was a boxing ring. Sick. Uh, definitely some boards missing. All right. You know, everything else is also in this kind of condition of just generally, like you can tell it's like disrepair. So uh, it's a death trap. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a jacked up, um, what's it called? Uh, like uh, the winch. Sort of a winch the under along. the, yeah. Co- there, yeah. Under the, the, um, one of the the board pieces, so you're like, oh, if I bump in that area, my back's just gone. Yeah, you just your um, career's over. Good. Uh, that's a level night- of that's such a, that's such a level of disrespect to the performer, though. Oh, Can yeah. you imagine that? You show up. I mean, any other job, um, you show up, and all of a sudden you realize like this is the, one of the least safe working. Uh, this is not a safe working condition. So I get there, and <laughs> I believe. He was on the 1982 Oklahoma football team, Marcus Dupree. Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like an amazing yeah, player. Dude. And then, uh, like, he, I don't know, it's a whole complex. They have a 30 for 30 on it. It's really yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcus Dupree, yeah, of yeah. course. So he's there, 
and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Like, oh my goodness. Like, Mar I just, Marcus Dupree is there. Like, yeah. I'm okay. like, and he's going to wow. wrestle? Yeah. And then he's going to wrestle. I'm like, that's really, oh my God. Yeah. And then uh, the promoter's like, comes up to me and he's like, well, like, what match do you want to be in? And I'm like, excuse me? Like, I was like booked for a thing. Like, I thought this was already. That's your job. Like, yeah. we're about to start. Like, we didn't already figure this out. And he was like, oh, well, do you want to wrestle Marcus? And I was like, man, he like, that's crazy, and he's like such a like cool. But no, I have no interest. Like I definitely want to actually. I just want to wrestle a wrestler. Like at that I, point, I talked to him a little bit, and he didn't like really imply that he'd been trained. Like he just, I think, did some matches randomly and whatever. So I was like, no, I want to be in this tag match. And he switched which team I was on, and then he started going around because we were at a casino because you have to be licensed. And he started going around. Thank God I got PayPal'd before because everyone else yeah. got an envelope that you had your. Indian casino license fee taken out already. Oh, okay. So don't worry. In the next two years, they were still licensed. In so Oklahoma. don't worry. I got mine for free. I, so. I was say, so it's expired now. Unless things have changed, uh, you do have to be licensed to wrestle in Oklahoma, but but, Indian uh, no, but land, not on an Indian right land. right. Yeah, exactly. yeah. No, yeah, it was a total Very clearly the. I think it so had this more man was do, just stealing money from the wrestlers. Well, he might yes, have. Uh, like there was some good like like uh, me Moonshine Mantel Hammerstone I'm trying to think of who else I'm, I'm probably forgetting some. oh uh, um, uh, uh, Houston Carson we were all on that show so like we had some talent there it was just like there was ten people and okay so we've all every wrestlers had been like oh man small crowd but they're hot yeah like oh mm. like they kept it with it. this was the opposite it was like small crowd but the promoter definitely forced them to be here because like they were just like <laughs> sitting there just like we're not happy about this and this sucks cool. and it was real bad oh and uh, i think a referee on the show like took off his shirt and arm wrestled someone and like bumped some like the referee did like he wouldn't he wouldn't sell for people he wouldn't no no no, no. they tried to the some uh, uh, the main event tried to bump him and he refused to uh Refused to sell at all, and what? It was pretty sweet. The, it was a good. It was a great show, the, and it was a blizzard that night. Good. Was it the 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 ego of the referee? It sounds completely insane. He was I, pretty sweet. I know the name of the promoter, but I can't think of it. Like uh, it's floating around uh, in my head. Oh, oh, oh Like God. he did a series of those shows. Yeah, because uh, he kept bringing Hammerbone out. Steve. Oh, was it Steve? Oh, was it Steve Cox? Yeah, do uh, it to it, baby. Yeah, I was just say Steve, do it to it, Cox. I was wrong. Steve, it wasn't do the it first. to it, Cox. Steve, do it to me, though. Dildo like, Ken. Yeah. What's going on with I'll these names? But Steve was great to me. Like, he was very, like... Oh, I've heard he's just... But that's because I already got trash paid. Trash human. That's because I already got paid. So... Yeah. Yeah, well, it happens. Do it to it, baby. And I didn't somehow didn't get injured in that terrible ring. Good. I'm happy you didn't get injured in that terrible ring. Yeah. I was watching the um, I was watching the last ride with Undertaker. And now he's telling all of his stories, mm. and he was talking about the character um, and how you know when you're a pro wrestler, like it's kind of given to you, right? Um, in many ways, right? Uh, no, at least mine wasn't. Like someone, they didn't have much of an idea. Like when it was time for me to yeah. start, they just hadn't been able to get rid of me. So, Did you like, have, so you had the mustache first, and then you uh, were like, I think oh, I know how no, to twirl no. this, right? Th this, was, uh, this was 18 year old Bateman. So oh, it was my clean shaven. Baby Bateman. Uh, spiky hair, because, you know. There's cool. pics on it, IG if yeah, people are curious. It's 2001. They yeah, they're on there somewhere. It's. Oh. Uh, so I uh, my training jeans became my working jeans, and I was like, I'll be this crazy guy, right? Yeah, brilliant, Give me, brilliant idea, oh, yeah, Tyler. Yeah. The crazy guy. Yeah, not, never How'd you been ever done come before. Up with that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, weird. Are you going to wear comic book shirts while you wrestle too? <laughs> I did, uh, but yeah, it's like that's how it was for me. No one came up to, to me with any sort of idea or anything. Yeah. They were just like, "What's your name?" Well, how like, screwed? What about you, Royce? Did you come up with your own? Yeah, but it like was more. It was more like I just kept throwing uh, shit at the wall until something when, finally stuck. Like where, like I, at first, I didn't really. Know, I was part of a faction, and we were just kind of like young, cocky mm. upstarts. And then I kind yep. of embraced this like almost like million dollar man kind of thing. And then I was like, man, I'm on the Indies driving an 08 Nissan Sentra. I probably need to stop pretending like I'm a millionaire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so then it's like you kind of settle into like for me, it's I guess more of a, like myself turned up to 11 and on a cranky day and whatever generally yeah. or whatever. But like it's it's different for everyone. It took a lot of like just like, oh, well, like maybe I'll try being the edgy dark teen. It's like, no, that didn't. Uh, not yeah. That guy. Like it doesn't work. Well, Taker was telling a story about how he saw this uh, egg and he's like, damn, Vince is going to make me the egg man. He's yeah. going to make me come out of this egg. Yeah. And the whole thing is going to be horrible. And this uh -huh. is going to be my WWE career, egg man. And I'll be done after, you know, after two months. If Vince calls you up today and it's like, here is your gimmick. 
and the gimmick is just Eggman. What do you do? Like, that is such a hard predicament for a wrestler to be in. Do you just take it and, and just hope for the best? I say poacher scrambled, sir. <laughs> God damn, pal. God damn. God damn. You really are Eggman. <laughs> so you basically just kind of go with it. He's going to he's gonna crack. Yeah. He's going to crack. I mean, Eggman could work. Eggman, yeah, I, think, I think Eggman has some leg, man. Yes, I'm, he does. I I'm agree. I'm upset with you. Yeah. I agree. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Royce Isaacs, Tyler Bateman. Uh, check them all out on your favorite wrestling uh, search. You can you search them on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. That's what YouTube I say. YouTube me. Yeah, yeah. All right, everyone. There it is. Thank you all so much for listening. Do you guys want to plug anything? I mean, I know nothing. Basically, nothing is happening. But, you know, maybe just plug. If you're going to be at Applebee's anytime soon. Uh do they have a patio? Do they have patio seating? They might. I was Catch actually at the Applebee's. <laughs> I was really. I was walking by a Buffalo Wild Wings, and I was like, "Oh my God, is it possible? Do they have an outdoor space?" They did not. Mm. It was quite mm. devastating. But that's okay. We're gonna watch NBA later today. There's a sports bar I know about that has outdoor space. We'll get it. We're gonna get it done. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Follow us on social media if you like yep. us. If you think we're cute. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't. Yeah. don't t you're gonna get me beat up. Oh no. Well, if you think we're uh, cool. There we go. There, there you we go. go. If you think they're cool, and nothing's cooler than these two. Okay, everyone. Thank you for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.